Father, we thank you for your freedom this morning, Jesus. You broke my chains of sin and shame.
Lift it up one more time. I am set free. I am set free. Oh, I am set free. We are set free. We are set free. Come on, everyone, say amen. It is for freedom that we've been set free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want everyone to stand for the reading of the scriptures in honor of God's holy word. Amen. Good to see you in the house of God on this first Sunday of the new year. I believe you're prophesying to your new year. Some of the things that we do at the beginning of a, a year are so important. Some of the things that we do at the end of the year are so important. And I'm going to tie last Sunday and this Sunday together a couple of the words that the Lord gave me for the last Sunday of the previous year with what God has for us today. And I believe uh, the Lord has something very special for each one of us. Amen. Turn to Genesis chapter 6. If you have not on your smartphone shared uh, so that people will watch this uh, particular message in this service, uh, please quickly uh, go on there and just uh, go to Facebook Live and share it, or those that are watching, uh, you can help share, but uh, people need the word that's about to be ministered, amen, amen, hallelujah. From Genesis chapter 6, beginning with verse 1, it came to pass when men begin to multiply on the face of the earth. Now Genesis 6 is about 1,600 years into humanity. From the time that God created Adam and Eve, so when we get to Genesis 6, sometimes we don't put this together, but centuries have taken place. Population has hugely expanded. And so we get to Genesis 6, and the account is... It came to pass that men are multiplying on the face of the earth. Daughters were born unto them, that the sons of God saw the daughters of men, that they were fair. And they took them, wives of all which they chose. And the Lord said, when he saw the plight of humanity, he saw the condition of humanity, he said, My spirit will not always strive with man, for that he also is flesh. Now everyone catch this right here. I want you to see this with your own eyes. His days shall be an hundred and twenty years. How long in Genesis 6, 3 did God say man should live? How long? His days shall be. Maybe we ought to claim a little longer. Amen. You go ahead and claim 50 or 60. I want everything God to give us. Amen. His days shall be 120 years. There were giants in the earth in those days. And also after that, when the sons of God came into the daughters of men, they bare children to them. The same became mighty men which were of old, men of renown. 
And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, that every imagination of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. Very sad state in the first 1,600 years of humanity. Verse 6 says, It repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him. Now think back to what God had called good through the days of creation. He called the plants, he called the animals, he called the creation of mankind. Every day he says, it is good, it is good, it is good. And now, 1,600 years later, God's saying, it repents me that I made man on the earth. Man had fallen into such a deep moral abyss, had radically departed from the things that God had intended, that it repented the Lord that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him at his heart. And the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I have created from the face of the earth. Both man, beast, creeping things, fowls of the earth, air. It repented me, I made them. What he called good, now he said, I wished I had not made them. But verse 8. Noah found grace in the eyes of the Lord. In a day of evil. In a day when the world's gone crazy. When every man was doing right according to what his own dictates were. The Bible says Noah lived perfectly before the Lord. He was influencing his generations. I've got a word this morning. Amen. In 2018, there's going to be some people that are going to live perfect and righteous and find favor with God. Favor is... Uh, Grace is unmerited favor. I'm going to come shout amen to myself if you don't say amen. He found grace. I believe if Noah can find grace 1,600 years after mankind has just done his own thing, gone so wayward, I believe in 2018 when there's a world out there that's gone crazy, I believe there's some people that can find grace in the eyes of the Lord today, this new year. These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man. Perfect in his family and lineage. And he walked with God. I just want to encourage you in 2018. Walk with God. My Bible says if you will draw close to him this year, he will draw close to you. Amen. You may be seated. Keep your Bibles open. It's about to get good in here. Amen. The introduction says prophesy to your new year, 2018. Why? Because life is a self-fulfilling prophecy. Take steps of faith with God this year because faith will move the hand of God. Don't quit. Don't stop. Don't give up. Don't sit there till you die. I reread 2 Kings chapter 7 this week where the four lepers are there as a part of Samaria. Samaria is being besieged by the Syrian army. People are starving to death. The conditions have, 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 have dwindled so terribly. And, and it says these four lepers, there was no food. And these four lepers made a prophetic statement. Shall we sit here till we die? 
They got up and took a step of faith in what was one of the most difficult set of circumstances. They made a statement that every one of us need to grab hold of in our spirit. Shall we sit here till we die? Are we going to get up and let our faith move us to the enemy's camp to take back some things that belong to us? The four Syrians said, no, we're getting up and we're going right into the camp of the Syrians. We're going right into the enemy's camp and their steps of faith led them into that camp and God had already routed the enemy. Will you sit here doing nothing in 2018 or will your faith cause you to arise and begin to take back what the enemy's stolen, uh, begin to get aggressive in the things of God uh, knowing that God's going to make a way in 2018 where there seems to be no way. Jesus stands up in our message last Sunday morning and declares on this particular day, at a particular time in history, he said that this is the year of the favor of the Lord. He declared a certain year as the year that God would favor and he marked that year and he said there will be an anointing to preach the gospel. He says it three times when he repeats Isaiah 61, he repeats it in Luke chapter 4 at the beginning of his ministry. There will be an anointing to proclaim, an anointing to preach, good tidings to the meek, to bind up the brokenhearted. Listen, if you've got a broken heart today, listen, I, I know there's an anointing for the Holy Ghost. You who've lost mothers or dads recently, amen, several members have lost loved ones. I, I, they've gone on uh, to glory. God wants to comfort your heart, amen. Liberty to the captives, the opening of prison door to the bound, to proclaim the vengeance of the Lord. I'm here to declare the gospel is going to work real well in 2018. Evangel Temple will see the favor of the Lord this year. You and I will see the favor of the Lord this year. And the word the Lord gave me for the last Sunday morning of 2017 was the word return. I never realized till I started studying that word how many times that word comes up in the scripture. But on the very day that Jesus stands up and declares the year of the favor of the Lord starts today, that same verse says he had just returned. He had just returned in the power of the Spirit. And that word came alive to us Last Sunday morning as God began to breathe into us how important it is to return to some things. When you left some things, you lost some things. And there comes a time to return. Everybody say return. I'm not going to stay here long, but I want to just give a couple of thoughts we gave last Sunday. It's time to return. It's time to return to the Word of God this year. It's time to return to prayer. It's time to return to the altar. Oh, I'm getting a whole lot of amens right now. It's time to return to the Lord's church. It's time uh, the devil has detached people for different reasons. I I've got a word for you for 2018. Return, return, return. Mentor your family to a good godly example and return to some things that you know you need to return to. Joel 2 I could give you so many scriptures, but Joel 2.13 says, Return to the Lord. Hosea 14.1 says, Return, you've stumbled. Get up and return. 
Zechariah 1.13 says, Return to me, I'll return to you. Nehemiah says, If you return, I will gather you from the remote places of the earth. Malachi says, Return to me in tithes and offerings, and I'll open the windows of heaven over your life. Return, return, return in 2018. That was the word God gave us for last Sunday morning as we're closing out 2017. But listen, friends, there was a word last Sunday night, and I want everybody to look at Isaiah 42. I'm going to run in just a minute. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God put this word while I was praying and seeking the Lord for, for the final services of 2017. Behold, this is verse 9, Isaiah 42. Behold, the former things are come to pass. Some things have passed. They're behind us. Aren't you thankful some things are behind us? That trial, that tribulation, those circumstances, the lying of the devil against you. It's come to pass. The weapons of the warfare that were attacking your life, they've come to pass. Come on, say some things have come to pass. The, the former things have come to pass, but look at Verse 9, it says, new things do I declare. And before they spring forth, God's word says, I'll inform you of those things. God spoke to us last Sunday night on New Year's Eve that there would be some new things that would be happening in 2018. Everybody say new things. The former has passed. There's a shift. There's a shift so that new things are being declared. We are new creations with new attitudes, a new spirit, God says, I'll put in you in Ezekiel eleven nineteen. That old heart of stone is gonna be turned around and you're gonna get a new heart of flesh in 2018. A new name, he says, I'll give to you. A new season. This was so in my spirit for the last Sunday night and I really didn't get to talk about it. Uh, last Sunday night, going into the new year. But there are some long overdue seasons. Overdue seasons, things that were promised, things that were put in your spirit, things that you claim, words that you stood on, that you've never seen the fruition of those, the manifestation. And God spoke to me that those due seasons are going to become a new season in 2018. Everybody that's claiming that, I want you to raise your hand. Amen. What was due you in the past, what has been clogged up and restricted from flowing, we are declaring in a new season in 2018 that those things are going to break free and break loose for the people of the Lord. Hallelujah. And I tell you, I got a hold of this. I was looking over my notes from last Sunday night this week and, and I was just studying this passage again and not only does he say it in 42.9 but you go one chapter later 43.19 and God's word repeats the same thing. How many understand if God has to say something twice he's trying to get your attention? Now when a parent has to say something twice to a child you usually the second time you're emphasizing. All right, you didn't hear me the first time. You better catch this the second time. And God says two times in a matter of verses, the former things are past. 
you need to turn loose of some things. New things do I declare. Look at verse 19 of chapter 43. I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert places. Amen. That's part of those new things God's going to do in 2018. But he says it two times, which is double. Double, double. Amen. I'm a double dipper. Amen. Amen. I'll take that chip in a heartbeat and stick it back in that salsa. Get me some more of that good stuff. Amen. Hallelujah. You just better not eat after me because, amen, I've been all in that stuff. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. hallelujah. So return, Evangel Temple. Return, uh, believers and Christians. But understand there's something new. Go with me back to Genesis 6.1. Part of that new is build an ark for 2018. Build an ark for 2018. Here in Genesis chapter 6, we see the plight of mankind. We see the wickedness and God repents. God's going to destroy everything. After 1,656 years, creation has gone crazy away from the, the plan of God. This is 4,400 years ago. Friends, we understand that from Adam to the present is about 6,000 years. I want to tell you, somewhere in the near future, there's a new millennial going to start. And it's going to be the seventh millennial where Jesus Christ is going to rule and reign for a thousand years. And he's going to make all things new. We're getting closer and closer. But God says there's a man that's found grace in my sight. I believe in 2018 we can find grace in the eyes of the Lord. Unmerited favor. And Noah is commissioned to build an ark. My word to you on this first Sunday, 2018, is build an ark this year. Understand that the ark represented salvation. The ark represented uh, preservation. It represented uh, all their needs being met when the world was going through chaos. Build an ark this year. Don't upset yourself. Listen, the ark of the Old Testament is the mystery that Paul writes about in the New Testament. The church of the living God. Get connected to the church this year. Build an ark for your family. There is a flood that's coming. Hell is releasing all of its junk in the last days. But my Bible says that in the last days, God's going to pour out his spirit upon all flesh. <sighs> Noah walked with God. He built an ark. Build an ark. It'll be a grace place for your family. It'll be a year of favor where, where, where all that's happening in our world, I'm telling you, uh, there's safety in the ark of God. It is a grace place. Get connected to the ark. The Bible says concerning Cain, when he offered a, a, a sacrifice that was not pleasing, it says Cain left the presence of the Lord. It was just like that, that came alive in my spirit when I was reading it this week. We're, we're going through the Bible in a year. If you don't have your Bible reading guide, there are plenty available out in the lobby, but... If you have a smartphone, go online and get the Bible app. That is just one of the best apps you can read from your Bible or your iPad or your computer. It's an app that's available. 
but it'll even read the scriptures audibly to you. It's just a great app to help you, but also provides wonderful resources, and then just with a click, you can go between versions. But, but Noah finds grace in the eyes of the Lord, and, he, and Cain does just the opposite centuries before. When his sacrifice was not pleasing, it says he fled the presence of the Lord. Don't run away from God in 2018. Things have detached you. Things have dislocated you. Run to God. Run to God. Return. Return to the ark. Amen. There's provision. There's safety in the ark. There's an anointing in the ark in this hour. I believe in the ark. And I think it's just so godlike, and I've said this before, it's so godlike that he had men in these last days before the return of Christ build an ark right here in America. Wow. Isn't, isn't that just like God like to put a big old sign out there? Hey, don't forget this. Don't forget this. And he has man build a, an image, a replica of the ark, and it's being flooded by tourists. Amen. Point number two, new beginnings for 2018. The eight at the end of our Gregorian year represents new beginnings. It corresponds to the eight at the end of the Hebrew year, five, seven, seven, eight. There is some wonderful prophetic insight if you study out the Hebrew year and what it means. That will be shared tonight. And I didn't want to step on Pastor Rayleigh's toes because he's going to share some things tonight. But it is a prophetic year. This May the 14th, we will recognize the 70th birthday of Israel as a nation. Don't tell me 70 doesn't mean something. Hallelujah. May 14, 1948 to, to May 14, 2018, 70 years. It's a new season. It's a new beginning. God picks a wicked king named Cyrus. And at the end of 70 years of deportation and Babylonian captivity, he raises up Cyrus and Cyrus... Isaiah 45, even as a wicked king, he still had an anointing, says the anointed one. God anointed him to see Israel released from Babylonian captivity after 70. Everybody say 70. That's why I, I, I'm just, I believe we need to do 70 meals. Amen. But at the end of 70 years, he signs a decree and he releases the Jews in Babylon to go back to Jerusalem and rebuild the city. I think it's quite interesting that in the last few weeks we've had a president that signed an issue and a Congress that voted in favor uh, that we uh, allow the Jews back into Jerusalem and declare that Jerusalem is the eternal capital of, a, uh, of, of Israel. Amen. But listen, eight means overflow. Eight means new beginnings. There were eight souls on the ark. Everybody say eight. David was the eighth son of Jesse. New beginnings for Israel. Sukkot is an eight-day festival, which means tabernacle, that God comes to dwell with man. Eight means open doors. It means major shift. There's some powerful things by the number eight, and you've got 2018, and you've got 5778 coming together. I felt a check, though, to remind us that when new open doors, make sure it's the Holy Spirit leading you through that door. God took me to Joshua chapter 9 
when the Gibeonites came in before Joshua and they disguised themselves with old garments and old stale musty bread and they pretended to be from a distant country and Joshua made a league. Be careful who you make a league with this year. Be careful who you sign with this year. I'm telling you, be led by the Holy Ghost because he'll lead you into truth. That's good preaching right there. That'll save you some heartache if you're led by the Holy Ghost this year. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Walk out of the old mindsets and walk into some new beginnings this year. Amen. Cain left the presence of the Lord. We're going to run near to the presence of the Lord. Amen. There's some baggage that we don't need to pull into 2018. Amen. I, I'm going on a little trip, and I happen to bring my luggage with me this morning. Amen. Amen. You know, your luggage, and the Lord gave me this illustration, and lo and behold, in the national news yesterday, they're talking about travelers and how to pack light and not carry all this extra weight and baggage. And, and I said, well, that's just a confirmation. Amen. Because I want to tell you, the devil will load you with some extra baggage you don't need to take into 2018. You need to, be, you need to travel a lot lighter. Amen. Amen. We were down in Venezuela with a team of men building on, on the Bible college in Barquisimeto. And, uh, and one of the men, uh, he had to leave three days, two and a half days before the rest of the group. And so we're still working. He comes to the job site uh, that morning and he has his suitcase all packed and he's just rubbing it in that we still got two more days to work. And, and so... I looked at his suitcase. He saw me look at it. He said, well, don't worry. I've got it locked and nobody can get in it. Well, he, he goes right on to the cafeteria to eat. I look at two of our men and I said, I didn't have to say a word. I just nodded. They took that suitcase over there. They had that suitcase unlocked that quick. We put bricks in that suitcase. We put broomsticks in that suitcase. Any kind of trash and debris we put in that, we put it back together. We locked it right back like nobody had touched it. I'm telling you, I watched him when he came to the job site. He's carrying it like this. When he is leaving, he didn't even, un didn't even realize he's dragging his suitcase. He gets to the airport to Customs and Immigration in Venezuela. They open his suitcase and they said, what in the world are you trying to transport out of our country? I get a phone call on the missionary cell phone saying, Pastor, what did you do? Listen, don't carry some stuff that you don't need to carry into 2018. Amen. Don't carry sickness into 2018. Healing is the children's bread. Amen. Amen. Don't carry debt. One of the families sent me a message this week. They had a miracle happen, and their home was paid off this week. To God be the glory. Claim some things this year. Don't carry unforgiveness into the new year. Don't carry bitterness into the new year. I'm telling you, that'll load your suitcase down. Amen. Get rid of the bitterness. Get rid of the jealousy. Don't be depressed in, tw in 2018. Amen. Overcome any kind of addiction that the devil tries to tie to your life. Be addicted to Jesus this year. Hallelujah. 
Let's get over some anger, amen. Get mad at the devil and resist the devil in 20. Everybody shout amen. I made up my mind we're going to travel lighter this year. Amen. Amen. We got to carry on. We coming. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. None of that old stuff belongs to the children of God. Hallelujah. We're going to travel as light as we can this year. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You may need a comfy pillow. Amen. Because you're going to rest real well in 2018. He gives his beloved sleep and rest. Amen. Amen. Maybe you need a teddy bear this year. Amen. Hallelujah. I can tell you one thing. Cast all your cares on him. For he careth for you in 2018. Amen. I don't know if this is prophetic about tomorrow night. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's carry some kindness. Your load will be a lot lighter. Somebody shout amen. Let's carry some self-control. Come on, worship team. I need you back up here. Let's carry a peace that passeth all understanding that shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus in 2018. Let's carry some joy of the Lord that is our strength. God restore joy back to the church in 2018. Joy of serving Jesus. Hallelujah. Family restoration in 2018. Financial blessings. Hallelujah. Healing for the children of God. A breakthrough year for the people of God. I want everyone to stand. Don't give up. Don't quit. Somebody listen to me. Somebody's left you, get over it. Amen. Go down to Waffle House and buy them a gift card for $25 and send it to them and tell them I, I couldn't have gotten to my divine destiny if you'd have stayed. Amen. Jesus is still with you. Understand the importance of first fruits for the new year. What you have done today, being in the house of God, is a first fruits offering to the Lord of worship. I believe in first fruits, and that's why we're sanctifying. Listen, when you tithe, you sanctify the whole lump. The Word of God talks about this Old Testament, New Testament, but the first lump sanctifies the whole lump of dough. The tithe sanctifies your whole income. First fruits in giving of time, talent, energies this year, but fasting. If you will give some time to fasting at the outset of this new year, God will sanctify the entire year. God will bless this coming year. Honor the Lord, the scripture declares. When you enter the land that God shall give you and you possess the land, you will take some of the first fruits. You'll put it in a basket and you'll go to the priest. I'm telling you, we need to offer the first fruits of all of our lives this year. And that's why we're consecrating these days to fasting.
Jesus became the first fruits from the dead. There will be first fruits in the tribulation, Revelation 14. I, I could just go through a whole series here. But friends, we're going to seek the Lord this year. We're going after God. He is our urgent. And if we will draw close to Him, He will draw close. I can't think of any more ble greater blessing than to have God in our lives this year. The presence of the Lord. If you need to return, return. If that message is spoken to you, I want you to move from where you're standing and I want you to come to the front. If you need to return, if you need to return to God, maybe there's something you need under the blood of Jesus. I'm telling you, there's grace. This is a grace place. This is a grace place. Amen. None of us deserve grace. Grace is unmerited for all of us. But grace, grace, God's grace, Grace that will pardon and grace that will cleanse within. Grace. 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 Listen. If you need to return to the Lord, come. Come. Somebody this resonates with. Prodigals need to return. Lost coins need to return. Wayward sons and daughters, people who have failed the Lord, you need to return and you need to do your first works over. I still believe in the altar of repentance and, and, and giving those things to God and then being renewed and refreshed and restored. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm calling to you to return. He that covers his sin shall not prosper. To every son, every daughter, every mom, every dad, return. Return to the time when the Spirit was moving in your life. The touch of the Holy Ghost upon your life. Return to the presence of the Lord being in our homes. With every head bowed and every eye closed. Every head bowed and every eye closed. the sanctuary let's slip our hands up welcome the Holy Spirit for 2018 come on welcome the Holy Spirit for 2018 
return to the anointing. ministry in the church. On every person that needs a fresh touch of God on your life, I want you to come to the altars right now. You just want a fresh touch for the new year. I want you to make your way right now. From wherever you are, up in the balconies, under the balcony, the galleries, you just you want a fresh touch of the Holy Ghost on your life for a new year. Come. You want more of God this year. Amen. New beginnings. New beginnings. A new anointing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. On everyone that needs healing in your body, I want you to take a step of faith. Listen, I believe we're going to see a release of the power of God to heal people long-term sicknesses and things that people have battled with but people are going to have to they're going to have to arise in their faith don't sit there till you die get up in your faith start speaking the word of god releasing the word of god hallelujah 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 come on one more time everyone sing this us, come and overtake us. You're the one we're living for. Holy Spirit, lead us to the heart of Jesus. this year things that did not work in 2017 they're going to flow freely this year amen breakthrough anointing for 2018 amen things that have been clogged up for whatever reason they were clogged they're going to flow this year there's going to be a freedom in the Holy Ghost a renewal in the Spirit of God Jesus is going to become more precious and dear Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to read the, the blessing over this entire congregation on this first Sunday of a new year. And we're going to receive this. We have a luncheon for all of those four new visitors, that our four new members that joined the church. And we'll enjoy in a few minutes. But 
If you're new in the church and you want to know more about membership, I'm going to meet, I'm going to meet with everyone following this service and just meet me over here to the right. But lift your hands. From Numbers chapter 6, the Lord spoke to Moses, tell Aaron and tell his sons, this is how you are to bless my children. The Lord bless thee and the Lord keep thee. Everybody say amen. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. And you will put my name on your children. You put the name of the Lord. Put Jesus all over your family. Amen. Amen. Come on, you just smear them with Jesus this year. And God says, I'll bless them. Everybody say amen. Hallelujah. Hug somebody's neck. God bless you. Don't miss the service tonight. And all interested in membership or knowing more about the church, meet me over here to the right.